0: Talk Back Matters, from the Salvos.
1: No matter what they tell you. No matter what they do. No matter what they teach you. What you believe is true. And I- of what Europe is going through at the moment as a result of the economic crisis. Media reports that the level of unemployment in the Eurozone has risen to its highest level, 18.49 million people out of work, or 11.6%. In Ireland, it's even grimmer. In September, the BBC reported that unemployment was at 15%, and for 18 to 24-year-olds in Ireland, a staggering 23.5% out of work. I was talking to Vincent Hughes, the program director of the UCB radio network in Ireland, who said that locals are forced to move overseas to get work. They return to Ireland for Christmas to be with family, and then leave again to their new job overseas. And the scenes at the airport and the immigration ships are quite moving. In fact, with the collapse of Ireland's economy, it sparked a mass immigration reminiscent of the 1840s. That's that's right. We, you know,
0: We talk about mass immigration of the 1840s as a result of the of course, the disastrous situation we had here in Ireland with with widespread famine and the failure of the crop here, the potato crop, which of course was the staple diet at that time. Um, but things are every bit as bad today. Uh, okay, uh, millions of people are not dying today, uh, as they did back in famine times, but nonetheless the emigration boats and airplanes are, are full to capacity. Um a huge number of Irish people now leaving Ireland, heading towards Australia and Canada in particular, where uh, where the doors seem to be open to them uh, at the moment.
1: We seem to be recruiting from Ireland, don't we?
0: That's right. The, uh, the Australian and Canadian um, governments have set up recruitment fairs here in Ireland, uh, which were um, very, very well attended. Uh, they sparked huge interest uh, amongst people here who are finding it difficult to find work here in Ireland with the employment rate. Uh, currently very, very high.
1: You were saying something like 460,000 people out of work, is it?
0: That... That's, that's correct. Uh, and this time, 10 years ago, we would have had zero unemployment. In actual fact, uh, this time, 10 years ago, we had approximately 30,000 jobs uh, which we had to uh, seek um, people overseas to come in and fill because we couldn't get the people here to to do those jobs. Uh, now there's, there's been a complete uh, turnaround. The economy here collapsed. Uh, the banking disaster here which occurred uh, with the collapse of the uh, Anglo-Irish Bank here in Ireland uh, through the speculation and the gambling of some very, very unscrupulous people, Uh, and the fact that the Irish government was hoodwinked into signing uh, a guarantee with these people um, prior to uh, fully realising the the huge extent of the the problem, Uh, which means, of course, that these people who gambled in our bank um, uh, they, they they continue to get paid, despite the fact that they lost, you know, and, and and as with gamblers, you know, if you put some money in a horse and the horse doesn't win, you can't expect the bookie to to pay you. Um but that's apparently is what's happening here. These people who speculated and gambled uh, on the Irish banking situation uh, after it collapsed, they had this this guarantee in their hands that the government was going to bail them out and that's what's happened. Sixty four billion euro has been paid to these individuals and and uh, uh, it this is at the expense of the Irish taxpayer.
1: Do you think that's a flow on from what happened in the States in the um about five, six years ago?
0: Absolutely. Uh, I mean who knows uh, uh, what what these banks were were dealing with but you know dealing in uh but you can be you could be sure that subprime mortgages and, 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 and debt purchase uh, was high on their uh, list of priorities. You know, these would have been very lucrative instruments that they were dabbling in, but of course uh, the downside to that is that when they go wrong, they go disastrously wrong. And uh, that's what happened.
1: Isn't it frightening how they were gambling on people with mortgages not being able to pay and going broke?
0: That's right. Uh, it, it's, it's a total immorality of it, that is. That is absolutely shocking, and uh, and the fact that it's still being tolerated, and why these people can't be just told, "Hey, you know, you gambled, you lost, bye bye," <laughs> instead of relying on uh, the the hard-pressed taxpayers in in this country uh, to be, uh, you know, being uh, forced to bear the brunt of, of of these losses and to shore them up, and it's it's not right, it's not right. But the economy has collapsed, uh, things are very very poor here, and. Uh, austerity measures, uh, introduced across the board by the government who really have got to try and make up the shortfall in, uh, in monies coming into the, uh, into the exchequer. Um, but next year it's going to be even worse. You know, we're going to have water taxes and we're going to have property taxes in this country and where a recent survey by the Irish League of Credit Unions, which they surveyed 1.3 million people here, uh, and discovered that uh, at the end of the month, um, when everybody has paid their bills, um, 1.3 million people have less than €100 Euro left in the coffers. And uh, uh, if you look a closer at the survey, you will see that uh, a huge proportion of people uh, are currently operating on overdraft from banks. Wow. It's frightening.
1: €100 Euro left for their month.
0: That's right. Shocking. People are going to be relying very, very heavily on uh, on handouts from charitable institutions.
1: Tell me what some of those austerity measures are.
0: Oh, the austerity measures are, sh- are shocking. We're going to have our, our, our budget is going to be introduced into our parliament very very soon, and uh, yeah, people are just looking at uh, uh, with with a huge degree of trepidation at, at what might be held out in that budget. But you can be sure that people who don't have work and who are relying on uh, the uh, the state for uh, for social welfare assistance, social welfare is going to be um, uh, hit very very badly. Um, so unemployment handouts are going to be are going to be hit. Um, uh, child benefit is going to be hit. Uh, the old, uh, old age pensions, old, older people, their, their payments will most likely be affected as well. They will try to take uh, free travel off our older age pensioners. This is being talked about at the moment. Um, less people are, gonna, are, are going to be able to avail of um, the medical card, which offers you uh, free medical care. And, uh, you know, it's the, the ordinary person is going to be very, very badly hit. Uh, and it's, it's frightening. And the people who have it, the people who can afford to carry a little more of the of the burden, are not being asked to do so. The government's very reluctant to introduce a wealth tax, which they which they should do. Um, they're going to be introducing a, a tax based on the value of your of your property, irrespective of what your uh, what your income or your means is. Um, it just doesn't make sense. People are going to be very, very
1: badly hit. I know that in New York, for example, if you own an apartment there, you're up for a tax of approximately $800 a month. That's um, for a two-bedroom apartment in New York City. Here in Australia, if we had a house on a maybe 300-square-metre block, we would be paying a lot less. We're paying maybe uh, $140 a month in rates. Is this the sort of thing you're talking about, or...?
0: Well, you see, prior to this, we didn't have those service charges here in Ireland because, um, because local services are, uh, were always funded out of uh, what we call central exchequer. Uh, so the government funded all the local services. Uh, but we're funding the government through very, very high taxation here. Uh, and not only that, but when you are buying a property here in Ireland or when you're disposing of a property here in Ireland, uh, you have to pay a massive tax called a stamp duty, which is based on the full value of your of your property. Yeah, so you this is a, this is a form of of double taxation and just because just because you have uh you you may have bought a home forty years ago at a time when property values were uh were low in an area where uh property ha- prices are now high uh you are being penalized because you're going to be charged the same amount of uh, money for that property as somebody who can afford to pay it
1: right right so what it's worth today even though they can't afford it
0: well you see of course we have uh, uh, our last government here was a, a, a Fianna Fáil government, and um, their, their way of uh, increasing employment here in the country was to artificially uh, boost and inflate the, uh, the property situation here in Ireland. There was a massive surge in construction. Um, people were remortgaging their homes to buy second properties and, and to, 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 to rent them out. Uh, and that whole situation has now collapsed. So you know, some people at the height of the property boom may have been living in, uh, may have been buying buying houses that were, were worth half a million euro, uh, and taking out mortgages to finance those. And now with the collapse of the property uh, situation here, uh, those properties are now uh, worth a fraction of that. Those uh, people still owe those high mortgages, and they have negative equity. Yeah, right. So it's uh, it's it, it's frightening. And um, the government is talking, you know, in terms of uh, negotiating with the banks with regards to debt forgiveness and they're trying to negotiate with the European Parliament to, uh, to allow, uh, to allow the, the European emergency fund uh, to try and plug this massive big hole in our banking situation here.
1: The middle class is disappearing, the rich and the poor, the gap is getting wider.
0: That's right. Uh, where middle class people here in Ireland would have been fairly comfortable now there's, a, there's a, 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 the middle class here in, in Ireland I, w- I would consider to be the, uh, the new poor, bearing the brunt of every decision that is made, yes.
1: Wow. What's the current population of Ireland?
0: It's approximately 5 million.
1: And how many of those would be a working what would a working population be?
0: Well there's 460,000 unemployed uh, and I think the official figures are uh, I think it's about 15 percent of the of the, pop, of the working population is unemployed.
1: 15 percent.
0: Yeah. Wow. But of course, in some areas of the country, it's much higher than that.
1: Solving a problem like that is not as easy as it was portrayed in the um, in the movie Waking Ned Divine by winning the lotto, right?
0: <laughs> well, the strange thing about Waking Ned Divine was that the movie wasn't even made here. <laughs> it was made in a tax haven. It was it was filmed in the Isle of Man. <laughs>
1: You're kidding.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: Here I am thinking I'm watching the beautiful Irish countryside. <laughs>
0: well, again, yeah. So you can see, well, Chris, you can see the, uh, the massive task that's faced with uh, with Christians here in Ireland at the moment to try and keep a positive uh, spin on this and to try and, um, particularly in the, the job that we're doing here with the radio station, to try and instill some hope and encouragement uh uh, into the, the minds and hearts of, of, of people who listen to our stations because uh, this is a very, very important part of our work to hold out uh, the hope uh, that things are, are going to, um, uh, to improve and, uh, and and to trust in God uh, in, in everything we do to try and uh, extricate ourselves from this situation.
1: That's right. There must be listeners who are so hungry for hope. Yes. Thanks a lot for the great
0: work you do. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the encouragement. Uh, it's good to talk to you.
1: you. Program Director of the UCB Radio Network in Ireland, out of Dublin, Vincent Hughes. You can hear the full interview on our website, salvos.org.au forward slash radio. Well, there is hope, and it's times like these that we need to claim God's promise to us, as Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 4 in the Bible And my God shall supply all your needs, according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.